0: hi <laughs> i was thinking about how do i start like recording like what should i say should i say hello should i say hi should i say you know what's happening anyway i said to don't hi at the end of the day as you've heard um yeah welcome to the believers mental health pod uh, my name is joy founder of the believers mental health. Oh my days that makes me sound very serious. But okay, I guess I guess I am. Uh founder of the below uh the believers mental health. Um, welcome. Today I wanna talk about attachment styles, you know. I'll delve deep into the attachment theory, um, how these attachment styles, you know, sort of play a role in our relationships today and just how we react to conflict and you know things of the like and so yeah if you've heard about attachment styles and you want to get it demystified i'm the one for you (laughs) so let's get into it right so the attachment styles as we know today you know the secure attachment the anxious attachment the anxious avoidance the avoidance you know the disorganized i think the disorganized is also the same thing as the um anxious avoidance all of these things i'm going to be explaining them today um let's start from the very beginning because as like most theories especially in the field of psychology it is being built upon do you get like it's not always like when it started it didn't just start as the attachments like uh styles we know today it started from somewhere and it started from the attachment theory in like the 1950s and this was done by a man who you know people have speculated that he himself did not have like uh, a sort of attachment with his, his caregiver because of just the way he was uh raised and um you know so maybe that led him to sort of experiment and research on that field like okay if somebody is not really close to their parents how does that affect them? And so the attachment theory is basically based on that. It's going to be based, or it is based on the fact that our our relationship with our primary caregiver, and per, like parents, and all of this, have an effect on someone's personality. Let's just put it like that. Someone's personality generally. That's where it sort of started from, you know. And he had an experiment. You know, he had like 14 children um oh no no, not 14 children um he had some kids i've forgotten the exact number and so out of that number of kids they had 14 that were badly behaved and he saw that out of the 14 that were badly behaved in fact they were brought to him like okay they have a problem with stealing and with other misconduct he saw that out of these 14 12 of them did not have an attachment you know a relationship or a close-knit secure relationship with their primary caregivers so they were not attached to them and so from that experiment he propounded the attachment theory and you know that was basically what the attachment theory was about and um after that we now see that he also worked with a psychologist much later uh, much later worked with a psychologist mary Ainsworth. okay so the person that propounded the theory of attachment is is bobby or bobby <laughs> john bobby i don't know the brother's name so mary Ainsworth was also a psychologist a developmental psychologist and she worked with him she did her own experiment too and that experiment is called the strange situation and in this experiment you know she got a couple of kids and she was trying to you know measure or test their behavior and so she had different scenarios the mother and the child would be there they would see how the child would react how the child would react to other people is the child playful you know they kept some toys in the room is the child assertive is he outgoing you know they sort of measured that and the mother would now leave a stranger will now enter the room the mother will come back with the stranger how would the child react the mother would you know leave the stranger and the baby alone the mother will come back the stranger will go the mother so it was just that was a strange situation basically the mother will return and then you know and all of that and so she was just trying to observe the behavior of children you know and their mothers and these are these are not like children like five six this is like um like infants infants right with their mother and with strangers and so mary Ainsworth, you know also worked with john Barber and they sort of uh, you know made the original attachments classification system at that time like i said people have been adding to this to make it what you know excuse me today right so from this uh strange situation experiment she then propounded um three types of attachment styles or her attachment classification system which was also called the strange situation classification and so from there she had the secure the resistance and the avoidant and so the secure um classification of attachment is when the child displays distress when they were separated from their mother but they were easily like they were easily soothed. like okay yes my mom is gone but even when the mother comes back they were easily still like soothed. like they did not fight and argue and all of that they returned the mother's positive attitude when they came back that was the secure attachment classification the resistance is when the child displays very intense distress when the mother leaves and then when the mother comes back they refuse to sort of return that positive attitude they resist a connection with the mother that's basically resisted and then you have the avoidant the avoidant happens when the child would display significant distress or the child would display the child would display no distress at all when separated from their mother and they had no interest in the mother's return so they would, when the mother left it did not concern them. When the mother came back, it did not concern them. <laughs> Those were the avoidance. And first of all, I just want to take a segue. It's so interesting. I feel that, like you know, people are say people say we come with a blank slate, but like when you when you see experiments like this, it's like was this learned? This could not be learned behavior. I, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like if we, if we actually do come with a blank slate, how can you like you know how can you explain things like this? <laughs> Was obviously not something learned this was not something thought this was just a natural reaction of a child maybe based on you know how attached they were to their mom or how their primary caregiver related with them in the case of like john bobby now the first person that um propounded this attachment theory he you know grew up in a traditional like upper class family where it was like house and maids that took care of them and so he wasn't attached to his mom in any way he was indeed as he was instead attached to the maids and even when the maid had to leave when he was like nine years old he felt like an intense loss so i mean all of these things are just i I find them quite interesting and so yeah you know that is the attachment classification system and so from there we go to Mary Main mary main was another psychologist that also focused her research on this attachment theory by einsworth you know by first of all john boba and then by einsworth and so mary main now came with her own because she like you can improve upon theories you can you know based on the foundation and so she also did her own experiment and she also had a unique behavior in one infant whereby the infant was frightened by thunder so remember she was trying to replicate this um experiment and also trying to improve upon the attachment theory so she was doing her own research and so remember mary Ainsworth said that people or classified um, attachment styles to secure resistant and avoidant it wasn't until mary main that she observed sort of two of these attachment styles that mary ainsworth has already observed come together and so how did she see that so she did her own experiment and did her own research there was an experimenter and the mother of the child was also there and so they found out that when the child was frightened by thunder they ran towards the experimental the stranger in the room instead of their own mother and this led to another classification of the attachment styles uh you know to i mean another classification of the attachment styles to be added which is the disorganized attachment styles and so right now at this point we have secure right we have avoidance we have disorganized we have anxious, right? So, that is the one that we know today. <laughs> and so, that is the attachment style that we know today, right? So, we then have the secure attachment style. We have the anxious attachment style. We have the avoidant attachment style. And we have the disorganized attachment style. Which the disorganized attachment style is basically the like, um, what's it called? A combo a very rough combo and that is where i the speaker falls into i have or i seem to have a disorganized attachment style now attachment styles can change right attachment styles can change and there is no good or bad attachment styles if you see if you see an attachment style or good and bad you sort of limit the person you can say okay well i really don't like to deal with people that have an anxious attachment style but it doesn't mean that they are bad people (laughs) do you get that's what i mean that classification of good and bad does not really help anybody because now you have somebody that oh this is the way this person reacts because i mean according to the attachment theory because of their relationship with their caregiver right this is how this person is at this point in time it doesn't mean that the person is good or it doesn't mean that the person is bad the goal for anybody with any attachment style that they have quote unquote deemed to be good or deemed to be bad is not that the attachment style should change the goal is to find healthy ways to cope healthy ways to communicate healthy ways to handle conflict That's a better goal. Because once you put it upon yourself that, oh, I have a bad attachment style that must change, it's not really going to help you. And it's, it's, I mean, sometimes you feel like you're going in circles. Do you understand? And it's going to, it's sort of like victim blaming. And I agree with that. You can decide to see good or bad, but I agree with that. Maybe it's because I'm classified under the people that are very shaky. (laughs) That I'm defending it. But yeah, I feel like the goal should be to... um. You know to de- uh, to develop healthy coping skills, I feel like that should be the goal, not to change your attachment style, so to say and another thing I would also I have also realized in my own personal experience is attachment styles can be different when it comes to friendships and relationships sometimes, or it can play out very differently. It can play out very differently. I've noticed this in my own personal life, and it says that with my friendships, I I, I tend to be more secure. But even that service is a stretch. I've come to realize it's a stretch. But I, I I mean it my disorganized or the disorganized attachment style that I seem to have plays out very differently in my friendships than it does in romantic relationships. I remember like um. A year ago, I took the attachment quiz and it came out that I had a secure attachment. In my relationship, it came out that I had a disorganized attachment (laughs) because attachment styles can change. Attachment styles can change. Maybe after a bad relationship, you can change your attachment styles. Attachment styles can change because... Not because the relationship was in and of itself bad, but because it just plays out... I mean, your... Um, reaction to conflict your reaction to you know how secure are you in your attachment to your partner can change it it just can change Co- in comparison to your re- your you know relationship with parents or friends do you get i don't know if you get what i mean but like yeah, it can change. So this is just that about the attachment style. You know, you can take a quiz to sort of find out where you are. But me, I would say don't take a quiz till you're in a relationship. I tell you the truth because that's how it, it did for me. Oh, it might be different for you, but for me, I felt like it was so different. Like, and that's the thing with relational, um, sort of relational trauma, is this is is that you cannot truly know <laughs> till you get into a relationship. <laughs> You can't really know how you're gonna react. Sometimes it will come as a shock to you, right? Oh, you know, the reactions and everything. I maybe I should do part two of attachment styles. Um, yeah, I'll do part two. See you next week. I, I, I didn't want. Um, oh, I've been saying that these episodes I don't want them to be like f- more than fifteen minutes long or thereabout. So I'll do a part two on attachment styles and we'll talk about the practicalities of like all the attachment styles you know what to look out for how you know how to handle dating somebody i mean it's gonna be a series so do have a lovely day if you have questions i think there's a q and a poll that'll be attached to this episode on spotify if you listen on spotify and uh yeah you'll see then <laughs> bye